everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. We are so, so, so excited that you're over here joining us this week. I hope you've had a fabulous week um, and that everything is going really well for you. I always love it that you guys come over here and you, you join in with the podcast and you ask us questions and we get really, really great feedback. And one thing I do want to ask of you guys, if you're listening and you find this really, really useful, please rate us on iTunes. I would love you to rate us on iTunes and read a rev- and leave a review underneath. So if you are listening through iTunes and that's something that you can do for us and you love these podcasts, please, please, please do it. It would be really, really great for us because we want to get as much information out there as we possibly can. That's what we're here to do. So if we inspire you to go on your property journey and really make something amazing out of your property goals, then do leave that review and give us a five-star review as well. We'd love that. So we'd really appreciate it. Um, As usual, I'm here with Lorenzo. Hello, everybody. Good, happy Tuesday morning. And we are here this week to discuss where to and where not to invest, which is a very interesting question this week. It is a very, very interesting. I get it asked it so much. Over on the Facebook group, people are always getting in contact with me and saying, Natasha, I've been looking at this area and I've been looking at that area and I actually don't know where I should be investing. So it's something that's really causing chaos with a lot of investors right now. So that's why we thought we should discuss it because it needs to give you guys some direction of where you're going. But also, I have to tell you honestly about the true facts behind where to and where not to invest. So, Lorenz has got the questions. I've got some info. (laughs) All right, let's do this then. Um, Yeah, where not to or to invest. Okay, so the first question I have is, what are uh, the current trends you are seeing in the market at the moment? Very simple question. What's going on right now? Very simple question, very loaded question as well, because the, the <laughs> property market right now, as far as I can see, and this is this is me asking people, this is not me reading stats or going, oh yes, and this report says this, and this report says this. I find it far better to go to the horse's mouth and just speak to local agents and find out what's going on. So here's what I'm seeing right now. As you all know, we're about to go back to a general election, And there's a lot of kind of uncertainty over that right now because obviously it's a snap election. We didn't see it coming or some people will tell you that they did. To be fair, I kind of stay very much out of that. And really, whatever happens, happens. We just carry on with it. But because there's a general election coming up, we've got Brexit and there's a lot of uncertainty around that. There there seems to be kind of the property market is taking a deep breath in because nobody really knows what's going to happen. As much as some people will say nothing nothing really bad's going to happen from this and other people going, oh my God, the world's going to end. We actually don't know. I don't have a crystal ball mm-hmm. sitting here. We don't know what's going to happen. So what the trend that I'm seeing in the market at the moment is a lot of people push pause. They aren't... Mm-hmm. They aren't buying property. There is quite a lot of stock on the market. I wouldn't say it's the best stock at the moment. You're not going to be buying. um, People who've actually got really nice properties don't seem to be putting it on the market. You're kind of finding the average stuff out there, maybe middle of the market kind of stuff. And actually, people 
don't really want to be buying right now because they don't know that they're going to get that increase in property price that they want. Um, rents seem to have stalled as well across the market, so you're really not getting those really good rental incomes. The market is kind of okay, um, but it's not exciting right now. I'm not saying yes. that there's anywhere yes. where you should be where I've seen huge amount of rises and huge amount of declines. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's stagnated mm -hmm. a little bit. And yes. Yes. Well, I mean, that's, you know, kind of the next question is that there's so many areas of London um, that seem to have um, have slowed down or even have a negative growth. Um, you know, why, why is this? Is this just, um, you know, kind of... Um, uh, uh, secondary, I'm trying to look for the word, um, you know, is it, is it just, is it because, you know, of the, the general elections coming up or people are just, you know, feeling all concerned about Brexit? Do you think that's why there's quite a few places or areas in London that are, are experiencing this negative growth? No, I think London has just hit its peak, actually, because London oh. is so oh, okay. unaffordable. If you want to come and live over here, um, for a one-bedroom flat nowadays, it's probably going to cost you half a million pounds. And who just has that to drop on a really small area of space? And then the mm -hmm. bigger, the bigger properties, uh, you're talking your four, five-bedroom townhouses are going to no. cost you millions, Almost, yeah. like absolutely millions. Yeah, and that it's reached a point where people are actually saying, no, I'm not going to pay that for that property. I'm actually going to move out of London and take the hit mm -hmm. with the commute. But get a better quality of life for a lot cheaper than you would get in London. And London seems to be at the moment yes. just where the rich or overseas money comes in and invests, but you won't see the overseas money as, as much either because of Brexit. Although you could say for the Asian market that actually the pound is so weak right now for them that actually it's a good time for them to come over and invest. So it's, it's a lot of hit and miss, but you don't have that demand for London as you once used to when property prices were kind of reasonable and you knew that you were going to get a bit of more growth out of it. Right now, you're probably not going to get any growth out of your properties, unfortunately. Yes, there's some areas mm -hmm. and people always say, well, I found this little pocket in London. I found that. Fabulous. If you can find that and you can make money out of it, go for gold. But actually, London is kind of a sorry picture right now. And also... People are realising that, yes, as I've said before, there is a better quality of life if you move slightly further outside. And I have to admit, even myself and my partner at the moment are looking for a much bigger property, probably within the M25, um, but, not, but not a long way away. We can get so much more for our money than we can living in central London. And mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a huge reason why property prices are will have to stagnate or come down because you, we can't afford the four-bedroom house that we want in central London and there is no chance in hell that I am going to be paying the multi-million pounds for it. I'm sorry anybody if you're yes. listening and you do, but it's just not something that we are after. We would rather pay the mm -hmm. 500, 600, 700,000 pounds for a really nice four-bedroom house and be within a 30 to 40-minute commute of the centre of London. And that is yes. the choice that we're uh, making. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, um, I think in, in, even in that sense, it's almost uh, you're getting the best of both worlds. I mean, um, 
you get to be in, in, in London and, and, and work there and, and then kind of come home to almost a completely different place. Um, and I think that it's, it's such a really nice contrast. It might be, uh, yeah, I, I like that. And plus you've got summer, you know, so you're going to have a bit of a garden. <laughs> yeah. Our puppy does need a little bit of a garden as well. She likes the outside space and it's not, it's not particularly nice for her. For you guys that don't know, uh, back at the start of the year, we acquired a little puppy. She's a Jack Russell cross of a uh, Jack, uh, Pomeranian. So she is tiny and being on... Um, busy roads just doesn't really suit her as much either so it'd be nice to get her a little bit more of a quieter pace of life <laughs> <laughs> she's not necessarily a so uh, yeah I guess it suits it suits all of you okay well that kind of answers the, the question and in terms of <coughs> excuse me in terms of investors um is this something that they should be you know concerned about in you know in London or yes What's, what's the story for investors? For investors, I would say be very cautious if you're buying down here. Make sure that you're going to get the returns on it. And rental, rents aren't increasing in London. Let me put that out there. Right now, rents are not increasing. So do not be paying over the odds for property, property either. Make sure that you're analyzing deals correctly. And that if you are not going to make mm -hmm. that much money on it, and think about this as well, interest rates are at all-time low for borrowing. So if you've got those really low interest rates, you know, below 3%, it's not always going to stay that way. So over the next couple of years, interest rates could rise and think about how that's going to impact upon your profits as well. So if you're not making a good profit at the moment, in a couple of years' time, you're probably even going to be making a worse of profit. So please keep that in mind. So London really isn't the place for you unless you're buying all in cash, which, I mean, if you've got all that cash to be buying property in London, fabulous, but why not start investing elsewhere? And this brings us on to actually where there are good areas of the, of the country. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, and, you know, that's, uh, that's the next thing I wanted to ask you about was um, that there are some areas of the country that have really great opportunities for growth. Um, I was reading an article the other day, and I think that we mentioned it on the Facebook group, uh, Property Investment Mastery, and um, I think it was areas like Birmingham, for example, or what were the other ones that I mentioned? Where, where do you think are really great places to invest right now? So I would definitely have a look at Birmingham. I think you need to be looking across the Midlands right now, places like Leicester, Nottingham, um, around Warwickshire. I was having a look at actually Leamington Spa, guys. I was having a look at this, and it's something that we've been talking about at the university. One of the other lecturers invests up there. And uh, I... I I'd been looking at it for a client, but to be fair, I hadn't been sold on it. And he spent an hour the other day telling me why we should be investing in Leamington Spa. And then I had to look at it. And actually, Leamington Spa is very much like Bath, which, as you guys know, if you've been listening to this, I also invest in Bath. And I love it down there because that's where I grew up. So that's why I invest down there. Leamington Spa is very much like that. Got awesome connections to London. Um, also really great connections to the Midlands, Warwick for the universities. And he sold it to me based on that. And actually, I would have a look in and around the town centre because flats, you can get for around 
170, 180,000, really nice big flats. This isn't even like small London size flats. This is big flats mm -hmm. that you can rent out mm -hmm. for 1,300 to 1,500 a month. And that would actually get you quite a good yield, a, de a decent yield. And there is scope for the market to go up. So do watch there. Like that is something that I've been looking mm -hmm. at quite recently. You've, obviously, you've still got places like Liverpool and Leeds and Hull, where people are looking at investing right now, Manchester, Crewe, all those places. I would be careful. We've got some investors in our group that are really successfully let, uh, investing around there. I was talking to a chap the other week who tells me that he snaps up property for £30,000 in, in and around Liverpool, and he really adds value to it that way. Um, if you can get that... Mm -hmm brilliant but you also have to know the area he is a local and so he just buys up property around his local streets and that's his mm -hmm. and because property is so cheap around there and he knows the people he goes around and he chats to people and so then he, he buys yes. property off of them without really having the agent involved and that's his strategy and it works for him really well and he's been kind of growing his property portfolio like that so that's awesome um, so he tells me that Liverpool is the best place to invest. Look, I wouldn't know that area where he's investing. He's in L11, L12, that postcode. I don't know it very well. Whenever I've been up to Liverpool, I look at L1, L2, L3 and L6. So that's what I've been looking at. So L11, L12 is something completely new to me. But he promises me that that's where he's finding really good growth. I think his last property he bought for 62000 it's now worth 110000 So he's almost doubled it. Okay. Yes, wow, wow. <laughs> and he's okay. doing that right now. And and, and just uh, just a few more po points on that. Um, I think there was also a podcast done on where you know which is the best location to invest in. Um, you know that we that we've done, and you know just his tactic because he is from there and he speaks to the local people. And he doesn't go through agents and that kind of thing. And it was exactly the same with the with the taxi drivers. You know that was your um, you know your kind of trick to finding out what's really going on because they have an objective um, opinion, but they also get to see the other side of, of society, yeah, exactly. which is exactly. really important. And that's a huge mm -hmm. thing, but it's something that we do with our clients when they come on board in the mastery program, which is we are having serious success with this right now, is that we go through with our clients and we tell them to pick four places, no, like no matter where it is, it can be anywhere, like we, we really aren't prejudiced to areas. And we tell them to analyze it in great detail and we help them become experts in those areas. And then from there, we go out and we find the best deals. And what I want to make clear to you is that actually, it doesn't really matter where you're looking. As long as you find something that's within your price range, and again, mm -hmm. it's something that we go through with our clients in the mastery program, and we pick areas that they would be able to afford to buy, and then we look at the deals that they would would really work for them, where they can make a profit. And look, we're looking at areas that would surprise you because other people are saying, yeah, don't go and have a look down there. At the moment, we're having a lot of success around Portsmouth and Hampshire areas. I mean, no one seems to be telling you to invest down south, but that's what we're looking at. I've got other people looking in Brighton, which is huge. I've got people looking mm -hmm. in Devon, in Cornwall. You know what? We're looking at every area, and I think it really depends on your goals and what you want to get out of a property. And that's more what I teach than give you exactly specific areas because it, it really doesn't matter if you find a deal that's right for you you can make the money out of it and actually it's inflation and interest proofed you can make a lot of money yes, out of yes. these deals and this is what we teach our clients yes. because 
I don't believe that you should pigeonhole yourself into one area because this is what I see a lot of investors do. They follow each other around the country and they're like, oh, so-and-so is investing here, so I'm going to go here. And then big, big swarms of investors kind of invest all over an area and then on they move when, it, when kind of too many investors have arrived in an area. I don't think you should be doing that. I think you should be looking at opportunities which really interest you in cities that you are excited by and that's what you should be looking at look i've told you not to invest in london because i do not feel the opportunities are down here but i've also said that if you can prove me wrong fabulous but i think if you are in any other part of the country and you want to invest in any other part of the country then do go out there and and really start looking and if you want our help again we're mm -hmm. here for you come and be one of our clients because this is what we do on a daily basis i you know i will spend the hours with you going through areas honestly that's that's what we enjoy doing that's what we do every single day with our clients but i think <laughs> you you really need to pick something that you're comfortable in and you need to know about your goals everything everything that you do in property comes down to goals and strategy so yes like there are places where I wouldn't invest, London being one of them, but then I'm not opposed to you investing anywhere else. I think you just have to align it right with what you're trying to do. Yes. Um, and, and just on that point, uh, you mentioned um, the goals and strategy, obviously being the, you know, most important aspect to before you even go out there and start looking. Um, and, and I just wanted to let everybody know on the podcast that Last week, uh, Monday, we set up a challenge. It was on a pinned post, um, but you'll be able to scroll down in the group and go and find it. And it's an awesome, awesome challenge um, just to start really looking at your goals again. And it doesn't matter if you're a seasoned professional or if you're you know, a newbie in the industry. Um, go and check it out because it's, it's, um, it's great to kind of realign, realign your goals. And then, of course, um, go over and chat to Natasha about it if you need to to get into a bit more detail. Um, yeah, and I think you're e easily reached on uh, on on your email or or um, you know private message on on the Facebook group straight from there. Um, yes, I definitely am. Yeah, so and if this is something that really interests you, and I know so many people come and ask me about this, and this is just me weighing in on this topic: where to and where not to invest. Like. I, for me to be able to say categorically you should be investing in this area, I need to know about your circumstance. And it is as simple as that because what works for me and my investment goals may not work for you and your investment goals. So as much as I'll be like, yeah, well, at the moment I'm investing in Nottingham and I'm having a look at some places in Norfolk and I'm always having my eye out in Bath because I love Bath, it's my home, as I've said before. No other reason other than that, by the way, that I'm investing in Bath. So don't all suddenly think, oh my God, she's fine. <laughs> oh, let's go to Bath. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not the cheapest place to be investing. It's just because I go down there because there's family so I can easily look at it. Um, yes. That's what I'm doing right now, but it might not be what you want to do. And these places might not even be accessible to you. If you're like, if you're in Liverpool, well, there's no reason for you to be investing in Norfolk because it's going to take you 
best part of a day to get down there. You want to be investing in places that are really accessible to you and you like them and you're excited by them. Although if you're in Liverpool and Norfolk really excites you, fabulous, go down there and, and buy a property. But what I'm saying is it is so individual to you. And as much as there are so many changes in the market, I told you the market is stagnated because, you know, we're waiting for the fallout from the election. We're waiting for the fallout from Brexit. But actually, that should not stop you from investing and still finding good deals there are awesome deals out there on the market right now there really are so start picking up auction catalogs trawling through right move let's start finding things because when the market is uncertain that's actually the best time to invest because you can get a deal and look you're gonna have to find deals which really do work for every single circumstance look you have to be analyzing a deals against worst case scenario and i'm going to tell you that no matter what but if you find something that works for your goals and you find something that works for your strategy why not invest in it great great um and I, uh, as as just the last the last point was about um was about brexit um and I, I, I'd like to, I'd like you to go into a little bit of detail about it, even though you don't have your crystal ball and it's really quite impossible to make predictions. Um, but I think, um, you know, maybe just give us a few points on that. But I'd, I'd just like to tell our listeners that actually last week you wrote a really excellent blog um, that is on, that's on your website, www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Um, so that was last Friday's blog. If you go and check um, on the, on the, in the blog section, you will find it in more detail but just here for our listeners have you got um something something you know as like a kind of overview and obviously just your opinion or you know just what you're seeing at the moment uh, obviously nothing concrete okay let's let's really kind of drill down on this because Obviously, everybody is in uproar about Brexit. You know that last year, come 2016, the big funds stopped investing in the UK. So everybody got really kind of antsy and a bit like, oh my gosh, if they're not investing in the UK, then I can't either. Just let's, let's actually have a look at the facts. Every single year, an additional 210,000 houses need to be created to cope with demand. And that is whether people leave because of the EU, like because of Brexit, or they don't. It doesn't really matter. Combine that with the current 400,000 people needed in the construction sector right now. So let's, let's yes. have a look at this. There's not enough people to build the houses, but we need houses. I mean, that's just, like, that tells you as much as you need to know. No matter what, there is always going to be demand in this country. So yes, there may be crashes. There may be crashes. And look, my blog next week is going to talk all about, is there going to be a crash in 2025? And that's what's being predicted at the moment. But whilst there is demand, the cost of property is always going to stay stable or it's going to increase. So actually, whether we have a good Brexit or bad Brexit or hard Brexit or soft Brexit, whatever they're talking to you about, Demand, mm -hmm. supply and demand is what keeps the property industry ticking over. And whether that comes from internal investment, so investment within the UK, or external investment outside of the UK. And look, different things are going to happen to the property industry over the next couple of years. We know it. It can't stay the same because we've got to change. We've got to go through Brexit. We've got to see what the banks are going to be offering us lending-wise. We've got to see how rules and regulations change. But the undercurrent of it all, that 
demand outstrips supply. So you're not going to be losing hundreds of thousands of pounds. It's not like we're about to be changing into a different currency where, you know, all of a sudden <laughs> we'll be back to like <clears throat> war period where you're taking your bar wheelbarrows full of money to like pay for a loaf of bread. Well, let's hope yeah. not. <laughs> let's, let's hope not. I mean, I can't say for definite, but I would assume that's not going to happen. Mm. Let, mm. I mm. think Brexit should be something that you are on top of and you're reading about and you're listening to all the changes. But let's not jump over a cliff of it right yet. Do you know, let's, right, let's yes. just mm -hmm. see what happens mm -hmm. over the next couple of years. For the moment, yes. keep just investing in what really excites you. Make sure that you're in this industry for the right reasons. If property excites you, then that's a good enough reason to continue on your property journey. If it doesn't and the property industry just isn't for you, then okay, fine. I get it why you're selling up and don't want to be in it anymore. But if this is exciting, if this really lights your fire, it really gets your passions going, then stick around and continue doing what you're doing. Because honestly, this industry is a brilliant industry to be in. And, you know, it's always going to go up and down. There's always going to be changes. Nothing ever stays the same. So you've just got to be able to weather that storm and continue doing what you're doing. Great. Thanks. <clears throat> I think that's, um, that's a good answer to it. You know, you haven't scared us off to, to the ends of the earth. Um, but just to kind of look at the situation and, and uh, really just balance it out and understand the nature of it, you know, whatever is going to happen politically or, you know, um, whatever it is, um, you know, do something that excites you. And that's, you know, for the time being, that's really going to what's going to make you feel successful and what's going to make you make you successful. Exactly. Agreed. And I think that brings us really to the end of this podcast. And I hope it's been really <coughs> useful for you guys. Again, remember to come over and join us in the Facebook group. So you can access that by going to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and clicking on the Facebook icon and then come over, click to join. And we'd love to have a conversation with you. And if you've loved this podcast, can I go back to what I said at the start? please give it a five-star review. I would love for more people to come over and really take advantage of the information that we're putting out. And again, if you want to become one of our clients, you want to really have that one-to-one -one support with me, then do email me, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk. Or if you'd prefer to email Lorenza, it's property at ncrealestate.co.uk. And the pair of us would love to hear from you. Absolutely. I second that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, just in, in terms of what we're putting out there and uh, the enormous effort to try and get, you know, current up-to-date info and really bring you guys information that is um, really relevant and, um, you know, we care about you. That's, that's actually the truth. <laughs> So, yeah, please do get in touch with us and um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and um, that you come back to listen next week, Tuesday. Yes, we'll see you again next week. Have a fabulous week. Bye. <laughs>